0: Welcome to the NBA Detail Podcast. Today I'm not having a co-host, but if you guys want to join me on this podcast and be a co-host with me for an episode or two, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at NBA underscore detail and DM me. So let's get right into this podcast. I got a link, it's on 40 in my record. And I like, I ain't Get in money, that I Let's talk about who's going to make the eighth seed and who's going to have the chance to go against the first seed in the playoffs. So a lot of people want to see Zion and the Pelicans get to the eighth seed so they can go against the first seeded Lakers in the playoffs. The Pelicans, they have a chance because they are a great fast break team. They're just a great moving team in general. They're on average getting 17.5 points per game from fast break points, which is 5th in the NBA. With their young talent, they have a pretty decent chance to make it to the 8th seed. But it may be confusing because Zion only played a short amount of games. And they're already, what are they, in the ninth or 10th seed? They're under some teams, and they would have to do a lot to be able to get... To the eighth seed and have the chance to make it to the playoffs, with with Zion in his rookie year, so Zion has played uh, almost twenty games in the NBA so far, after coming off a huge injury from the the beginning of the season. Uh, while Zion is playing with his Pelicans team, the the Pelicans have been doing better. I'm pretty sure they played under and. In 40 games, less than 40 games, and o- almost 20 games that the Pelicans played with Zion, they, they they played way much better. So right now the Grizzlies are sitting in the eighth seed. Who is They have John Morant, and they just worked hard this year. The chemistry that they built with John Morant in his rookie season is crazy. So right now they're in the eighth seed with three and a half games ahead of the Pelicans. So, but still, the Grizzlies still have to do a lot to keep and secure the eighth seed to go to the playoffs. So, both the Grizzlies and the Pelicans have great young talent, and they both have the chance of making the playoffs in the eighth seed to go against the Lakers in the first seed. So, if the Grizzlies want to secure their eighth seeded spot, they would need a five and three record while having their record higher than the Spurs, Kings, Pelicans, and the Trailblazers, who are both who are all invited to the NBA bubble and are all under the eighth seed. So, there's a lot that the Grizzlies need to do to secure the eighth seed spot. If this season did the rest of the games, the over the over 30 games for the rest of the season and they never had to stop playing and COVID-19 never happened. I'm sure the Grizzlies would have a way easier chance, but they would have to keep their players healthy to get to the eighth seed. Now these only, only eight games, they have to win a majority of them to be able to secure that spot because there are teams under the eighth seed, such as the Spurs, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, that are all under the eighth seed, that all all have a chance, but they also need to do a lot. So the fight for the eighth seed is definitely higher than any other year. So let's move on to the gaming world and NBA 2K and the upcoming release of NBA 2K20. This year's 2K has three covers featuring Damian Lillard, rookie Zion Williamson, and the legendary edition Kobe Bryant. Uh, do we think that John Morant deserves to be on one of the covers over Zion? I say yes to that. John Morant has played over what is he has he has played over fifty nine games this season, while Zion has only played nineteen games. And John Morant has helped his team. I think that Zion got this got this cover one of the three covers because he has so many endorsements and he was just he just has a bunch of fans and 2k wanted to see someone on the cover that a lot of people like and it's very surprising that Zion got on there i think it's really not surprising it's more of unnecessary Okay, Zion, yeah, uh, LeBron, rookie, he was never on the cover. LeBron played over 10 seasons in the NBA until he was on the NBA 2K cover. So I think this situation with Zion on the cover instead of John Morant, when Zion only played less than 20 games, is more of just his endorsements. So enough with that. Let's move on to the NBA and COVID-19. The coronavirus? So the NBA has had over 350 players tested for COVID-19, with over 25 players testing positive since June 23rd. Uh, do we still believe the NBA will be returning officially and finish the rest of the season? With this talks, Adam Silver said that if this gets really worse, he's going to have to, he's just going to have to stop. And... We're not too far away from July 30th, the start of the NBA, with two tip-off games, but this is kind of crazy how there are more cases now, so it de- that definitely means that the- some of these NBA players can't be trusted, because they're testing positive, so that means they have been going out, and they have been going without a mask. Uh, Jabari Parker has been spotted playing tennis without a mask after he tested positive. So there's definitely a lot more people than just Jabari Parker doing that. If these cases just keep rising, uh, I don't know when, if the cases are how high they get, when Adam Silver would do that, but it would be like at least less than 80 he would have to stop. I don't know, but there are probably going to be players testing positive while NBA teams are playing in this, in the rest of the season. So, it's it's just risky for some players, and the NBA teams trying to win a championship aren't going to have their full roster because they don't want to risk their health. So, multiple NBA teams have closed their practice facility, including the Nuggets, Heat, Bucks, and Kings. Will this affect the NBA players without as much practice as usual? Of course, before the NBA restarts on July 30th, a scrimmage schedule has been released to increase practice time before the restart. Um, I definitely think these scrimmages are going to help. The thing is, they're not going to be televising these scrimmages. It's more just practice, so I see them not playing the full game like it would be in an NBA game, not doing 12 minutes per quarter. But if they were televised, I mean, a lot of people would watch that. They would get a lot of viewers, but it's not going to be like a full NBA game. So the NBA is working on a new bubble and is in talks for a new bubble for the eight teams that weren't invited to Orlando, the Orlando bubble. This might be risky, and if this did happen, would we want to see these eight other teams that weren't invited to Orlando play? It's definitely just a risk. I don't know why they would have to do that. Of course, some players want to play before the season is over. So they want to just play, just be able to play against other NBA players and get used to it because the NBA season for this Orlando bubble is ending way later than usual due to COVID-19. So I definitely think it's a risky, but it could do some help for some NBA players from practicing just be having more playtime just because they not all players were able to practice because some players of course they have their own nba court some players have enough money to rent and whole nba size court but other players who just started rookies don't have that type of money to be able to usually practice as much since parks and places were all closed during this so something very bizarre Uh, There are trade rumors about Damian Lillard that has been dismissed by him regarding him playing for the Lakers or Knicks. If Damian Lillard were to sign with the Lakers alongside LeBron and AD, I don't think he would be able to play with them because LeBron and Dame are just both amazing great scorers uh of course LeBron is more athletic of course in my opinion he can do a lot more but Dame is just an amazing scorer LeBron can do that too but sometimes he just wants to pass and do everything else except scoring and he just wants to add more to his game as he gets older which is surprising um so it would definitely be hard for them to play together in the offensive side Because both of them want the ball, and both of them on each team usually have the ball. LeBron sometimes bringing the ball down the court because he usually switches to point guard now. Because they have an older Rondo who isn't good anymore. Dame is always bringing the ball down as the leading scorer for the Blazers. He had 61 points this year, which was a career high. Uh, Of course, CJ McCollum has been getting injured, and that is affecting their team and that's causing Dame to be more of a huge, ginormous score. So if Dane was never traded or never signed with another team, um, if he were to finish the rest of his career with the Blazers, and, and do we see a championship in the future? I don't know. I can't even say yes or no to that because they have players that really aren't all-stars yet, they have CJ McCollum. He's getting injured a lot. We don't know about the future yet, of course. But he, I don't see him getting any better than what he is. He's just a great, great player to pass to when someone's not there. He's just a great player like that. So I don't see him getting a lot of all-stars in the future. And, of course, Dame is getting close to age 30. He's getting close to his prime. Um, I don't see a championship in the future if the Blazers don't sign another All-Star or Dame just doesn't leave the Blazers. I see him leaving. So let's move on to the last topic of the podcast. Um, On this date, two years ago, today, Chris Paul signed with the Houston Rockets. Do we think the two years that Chris Paul played with Houston were a waste? So in the two seasons that... Chris Paul played with Houston. He only played 116 games out of 164, which is 82 times 2 in a regular season, in regular two seasons. So, uh, he played 58 games in both of those seasons. He was getting injured a lot. And when the Rockets made the playoffs, uh, they would go against the Warriors, and they would lose terribly. So, they really weren't a good team. Of course, Chris Paul... Chris Paul and James Harden weren't getting along together as players. I don't. I definitely think that was a waste, and Chris Paul could have stayed with the team he was playing on. He could have went somewhere else. He's doing great with the Thunder now, so that's it's good for him because he's having chemistry with the younger guys on the Thunder. Uh, Him and James Harden is just not good. Of course, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are now both on the Rockets, And I don't really see them getting too far. I can see them making the finals, but I don't see them winning the finals. They're already both in their 30s, so I don't really see those Rockets getting too far. It's more of just how James Harden plays, and I don't see many players being able to play with how he plays. Well, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, If you want to follow nba details instagram you can follow us at nba underscore detail and if you guys can't listen to spotify on the future you can watch this podcast or listen to this podcast on youtube at noah20blaze which i will be posting them weekly and if you guys want to see my main account instagram so 20 so thank you for watching and i'll see you in episode three peace